the Ring Fanatics podcast, episode number 15. I am Nick, your host, and of course, with me as always, my boy, Joel. Um, as always, go subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow us on Spotify, follow our socials, uh, continue to support us. Uh, today, as you can tell by the title, we have another guest, a returning guest, our first returning guest of the podcast. Uh, you may remember him from the Hell in a Cell Predictions episode. Uh, we loved and them, decided to bring him back uh, from the Titan Tron podcast. Please welcome Anthony Cerulli. How are you, man? What's going on, guys? I'm doing great. There's a lot of snow outside. It's looking like Christmas, so I'm, I'm living. Uh, how are you guys doing? I'm great. I'm doing great. <laughs> Thank you for asking. I'm doing great, too. Thanks for asking, man. Glad to have you back on. Second time. Glad to be back on. It's a, you're been a veteran. A I've been looking forward to be back in here. <laughs> you're a veteran on this podcast, man. <laughs> uh, today, we're doing another prediction episode of TLC that's happening this Sunday. Um, just like every other pay-per-view prediction episode, we're going to run down the card. Give our thoughts, predictions of each match of what's going on. Um, seems like a pretty fair, decent pay-per-view. Uh, from what we got so far with the matches, what are your thoughts on the, the general matches that are currently announced? It's it's going to be a pay-per-view, man. <laughs> it's going to be a pay-per-view. Um, there's nothing that really, like, stands out and that makes you think that, like, a big change is going to happen, but... It looks like it's going to be a decent pay-per-view. Yeah. Yeah, I got I to gotta say the same. It's like, you know, you have – I think it's interesting matchups, but, I mean, the results are pretty predictable for the most part. Yeah. I mean, you have, like, you know, you have, like, Fiend versus Randy, which is going to be an interesting match. But then, like, the other ones are just, like, you know what's going to happen. So, yeah, like you said, it's just going to be another pay-per-view. Yeah. Yeah, speaking of that match, we were just talking about this before we started recording, Joel and I. The Fiend versus Randy Orton match is now going to be in a Firefly Inferno match, which is kind of interesting now that they put the Firefly word in front of it now. Don't know what that's going to entail, but uh, what are you guys' thoughts on that match being changed up to an Inferno match? It, uh, Yeah, I just looked at it on the Wikipedia now, and I was like, what is this? Like, yeah. they're going to do something. <laughs> it's gonna... I mean, you look at it because it says Inferno, so you think yeah. Inferno like they're going to have like the fire around the ring. But then it says Firefly, and I'm like, they're probably going to do something. So they've been doing cinematic stuff for a while now. It's probably going to be something like that. Um, you know, they did something. They did whatever on Raw with the whole uh, lighting the bin on fire, and then the Fiend came out. So that's probably going to be something along the lines of that. Um, I think it'll be pretty cool. I don't – honestly, I don't even have a prediction for this one. I think if you – I think it's probably going to be the fiend just because I think Randy could take another loss, but then again, that's another loss for Randy. So that's something you have to think about, but I think the fiend could use a win at this point. Um, just depends what they're doing with him for mania. Um, I think he could use that momentum, but at the end of the day, I think the firefly inferno match, I don't even know what to expect from it. It'll probably be something interesting. Uh, but that's one of the matches that I'm looking forward to seeing what they do for, for you know, just in general with the result. Yeah, that, that's what that's why I mentioned before when I specified the word Firefly because stuff like that could be like, oh, it's not just a normal Inferno match. It's just it's a Firefly. They specified the Firefly in it. So it might have to be like a Bray Wyatt type themed match. It, it probably won't be in a ring. It probably, it's probably going to be like a, the, the, the Wyatt compound at most maybe. Maybe a backstage thing where like the winner – or loser has to be set on fire, like what we've seen on Raw with Bray being put in that bin. So I, it's 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 kind of interesting the fact that that they put the word Firefly in it. Um, 
what, what, what are your thoughts about this, Joel? Do you think it's interesting, creative, or some sort like that? I like it. I can't wait to see what it is. I, I want to say it's going to be a cinematic match. I like how I feel like this is Bray's match now, right? The last Inferno match we had was Bray Wyatt also. Am I, is that when true? Was that? I think, I think so. that was yeah, SummerSlam with Kane. Kane, yes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was a. I think I'm so, not sure what to expect. I do think the Fiend needs this win. I think Randy can take another loss because it's Randy Orton. He was just champion. Like, it's not going to affect him that much. Exactly. And also, then um, with Roy Rumble coming up and everything that's going on, we could see a big Randy moment again. But I think Fee needs this win at the moment. But I really can't wait to see this match and see um, what kind of creativity they bring to it, especially exactly. seeing what Bray Wyatt has done in the past. I feel I I like the the pairing between both Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt. I feel like both of them work well together, especially what we've seen in the past, with back in 2017 and even now. It's creative. It's awesome. I love the way they work together. They're both creative minds. Um, like but what you guys said, like I, I feel like Bray should win this match because Randy doesn't need the momentum at the moment, even though he has had a great 2020 before the Drew McIntyre feud. Um, I feel like even if this loss, if he does get this loss, it won't affect him anyways. You know, like he, he like even like I, I say this to myself a lot when he even when he lost the WWE Championship, that didn't affect him at all. Like I don't feel like that didn't affect him anyway. Um, so same thing. Like it's the end of 2020, his last pay-per-view, the last pay-per-view of 2020, so I don't think if he loses this match, it won't affect him at all. And Bray Wyatt, it'll probably make Bray Wyatt look even better since it's a Firefly Inferno match. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts on, uh, do you think Alexa Bliss might be involved in some way in this match? Have I mean, you gotta pick? think, she'll probably yeah. be, you know, something along the lines of that. Um, I, I've been saying it since the start, this pairing with the two of them is, it's really, really good. Um, you know, you look at Alexa Bliss and she was one of like the women in the WWE that had been critiqued just for like her in-ring work and, you know, that she hadn't really done like a lot of stuff because the majority of last year, you look at it and it was kind of just her doing like the moment of bliss talk show stuff, Yeah, and, yeah. you know, tag team with Nikki. And it was really nothing to, you know, compared to like what she has done uh, both in NXT and more notably on like, you know, SmackDown being the champion for, um, you know, for a long time. Um, and then you just compare that all to what she's doing now. And I think it's miles ahead just because, you know, now she's starting to show that she's a little bit more uh, better of an actress than we thought she would be. Yeah. Um, you know, it gives her more of a character in the ring. Like how we see Bray now, it's not really his matches are focused in on the in-ring work, but more so on the character stuff, which I think is really cool. Bringing a lot of more character into wrestling as it is, is a, I'm a big fan of that. So to see that stuff and, you know, the whole spooky stuff with Alexa and Bray, is a, it's, it's a big positive for me. So, yeah, I think they'll, uh, she'll definitely get involved this weekend. I don't know how. Um, yeah. Like I said, there's a lot of creativity um, when it comes to Bray and Alexa and all of them. They could figure something out. Um, but I think she'll – there'll be something with her, I, th I feel like. Yeah, because I, I was – oh, you, go ahead, you, go, you go, man. You go. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was thinking, like, what you said, Anthony, um, it shows that Alexa Bliss can really do more than just be a heel and do her stuff in the ring because 
ever since she made her main roster debut, it's been the same Alexa Bliss ever since. Right. Either she was a great heel or just a tag team person with Nikki Cross as a babyface. So this really brings out her her different style of how she could portray a character. Um, I, I'll be honest, I didn't expect this from her to be in the position with Bray Wyatt. But like I said, it's different for her and I like it. It works. It works for her. It works for the character. It works for Bray. Um, I do kind of see something happening. Like you said, Anthony, I don't know how, but I feel like she will get even either cost Randy the loss or maybe, or, and like I said, cost him the loss or maybe, maybe do something like how she did with uh, Braun Strowman. Uh, at, uh, I think it was Extreme Rules where she popped up out of nowhere at Sister Abigail and got distracted and gave him the loss. But uh, it depends on how it is, too. Maybe it won't it will be in the ring. Maybe it'll be a, a in-ring type of thing. So maybe it won't be a sort of cinematic way, but I feel like she will just randomly pop into the ring. Because they could, I feel like now since it's been in the Thunderdome, they have full control of, you know, they probably already taped the whole pay-per-view already. We don't know. But they could have taped and done some editing where they she just randomly pops into the ring or something to cost a loss. Cause I was thinking about how, like if Alexa's had any history with Randy in the past, because you know, that's always factoring into like all the fiend stories is like, yeah, yeah. he's had never, history with all of them. Um, never forgets. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. exactly what it is. And I was thinking of like, he had anything with Alexa and I can't not the, off the top of my head that I can think of anything. Um, so, I mean, I guess it's just Alexa isn't really, I guess in that regard, isn't for the whole history thing. I think that's more of the fiend, but um, having Alexa adds another layer to that, uh, which I really like because, you know, there's only, there's only so far you could go with like the fiend never forgets the fiend's going to change you and stuff like that. I feel like you need a little bit more of a character, uh, you know, diverting from that. And I think Alexa's perfect for that, which actually brings up a question of like, you know, there's, there's a like talk of the fiend being, like a face at this point. Do you think he's a face? Cause I don't, I don't see that at all. I think I mean, you can't have the fiend as a face. Like you could cheer for him. That's yeah. an instance yeah. of like, you know, being a cool heel, but like, he's not going to be presented as a face. I don't know. That's especially now that he's going up against Orton. I feel like that's something to talk about. I, I, I don't know. I think Alexa's helping that part of him trying to be a heel. Cause I think I, I, I would say Alexa is a heel kind of, and I feel yeah. like as with her pairing with Bray, I feel like that's trying to help Bray become more of a heel. Oh, if you hate, if you love, if you love Bray but hate Alexa, at some point you're gonna hate Bray because of Alexa. At some point, so I feel like that's what they're trying to do with Alexa is to try to make Bray more of a heel. But I, I understand how like people would, would cheat for him now. Like, I get that I, that might be considered a babyface, but I would say Alexa Bliss is at the point where her character is trying to make him more of a heel. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. How do you guys feel about The Fiend having a soft spot for Alexa Bliss? I feel like that's awesome. I like it because it, it brings a different side of Bray, even The Fiend, you know? Like, you always seen more like a, character at the end yeah. of the day. Because, yeah. like like I said, there's only so far that you could go with, like, ah, oh, big, spooky Bray Wyatt. You know, there's there's always a soft spot for every character. There's always that one weakness in all, like, the great villains that you ever see. So, you know, this is just another example of that. Yeah, you had you had, yeah. you had Kane back in I think 2012, 2013 with AJ Lee and all that storyline. Oh, yeah. And then you had um then you had Big Show do some stuff. I think if I can recall like that. So you may think they're like a big scary person, but they have a soft side. Yeah, it's always the monster having that that one woman that brings that out of them. 
as we've seen throughout the years in the past. Yeah. Oh, I that is, I, I, I'm, it's the fact that they're, at first it was kind of like that, like, oh. Yeah, like when I first saw it, I yeah. was like. It's going to be like a love story kind of thing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like I would like, love for him to have a soft spot for her, but like also just not care at the same time. Like hit her with Sister Abigail and then help her to the back. Like pick her up and be like, I, I care for you, but I'm not gonna always. You know what I mean? Like I'm not always gonna uh, stop to protect you. Like yeah, I hated I like when that. they did that scene that was like, oh, Randy picked her up and was like, he just froze. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. like I would love for something to show like that, like him just like her with Sister Abigail, but also show he cares for her. I feel like that scene with like Randy holding her would have been a lot more impactful if they built up more of a relationship with Alexa and Bray because yeah. it's like you know Bray all of a sudden just like cares about Alexa like yeah like yeah, if, they did, if they would have did this week they're going home and then they built up throughout the weeks and then had it happen I think right. it would have felt more like oh now he's this is this is like or even if it was Funhouse Bray like I would have seen Funhouse Bray being more like you know, yeah. sentimental about that, but the fiend—it was like yeah. it was a cool thing to see because now you know that he has a weakness. But I feel like you could have built up a little bit more on that yeah, one. Yeah, and like you could have done with Bray, like yeah, like you're in the Thunderdome, you can just do camera tricks. You know what I yeah. mean? And be able to have Bray care and the fiend not care at all. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because like as we like um. We see. We think it was the first match they had like two weeks ago with Randy and Bray. How randomly it was went from Five Five Funhouse to one second to another. Lights went off, back on. It was the Fiend. So it's kind of like, okay, that works. Um, right. that can happen. They could do something like that with Alexa. Like have like pop into the ring randomly at all times and have them together. You know, it'll go from like a, like a even though Alexa Bliss now has technically one side to her, as of Bray Wyatt. Well, she does have a Firefly character too, but it's pretty much the same as either when she's not Five Funhouse. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Bray has yeah. two sides. She still has one, which is that Firefly Funhouse gimmick. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like, oh, do you do you eventually have her get a mask or do something scarier than what she looks you like? You have to get you have to give her another side to her. Yeah. Like, yeah, You have to give her a fire. Like you have to get like something to match up with the fiend. Yeah, you know I mean? we've like, already seen like she, you know, she has like the eyes with the contacts like, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but, like, you need, you that need to do like something... a small detail. Like you need yeah. something. Yeah, like, yeah, even like, like do something with the face. Like you know, like I mean, like makeup or like just do something that's face paint or different yeah. that we know exactly that we know. Okay, this isn't Alexa Bliss. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, because we seen her as sister, sister Abigail. It was Alexa Bliss, but it was the sister Abigail gimmick right. thing. Um, I would probably confuse people if they brought portrayed her as Sister Abigail, then give her a different personality. I'm guessing they're still trying to go for the Sister Abigail thing. Maybe not. Do, I don't know. You could do Sister Abigail and just do it subtly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Honestly, like, at this you don't point, have to call her Sister Abigail. You could call her like Abby or something like just yeah. something that's not so just Abby out Witch. there. It's like, oh, okay, now we know where it comes from. We finally know who this is, even though it's just Abby or you know what I mean? Abigail, right. whatever. I feel like at this point, like, I don't know. I, I might feel different about this, but like, I'm so over the whole like sister Abigail thing because we've heard so many like conspiracy theories about who sister Abigail is. Yeah. And it's just like, 
if you're not gonna make it anyone just drop the whole thing and they keep like hinting at it a little bit and i'm yeah, just yeah. you know we're we're past like in theory in character that should be past bray already because now he's moved on to like you know you saw it on the first firefly funhouse when he cuts the old bray Wyatt with the chainsaw and stuff like i feel like we've moved past you know the whole sister abigail thing already uh, as a person but you know i I like the little hints about it but like to have someone as sister abigail i feel like it's just like overplayed at this point I feel they should just go with the the Firefly Funhouse characters, like make someone Abby the Witch, make someone Huskus the Pig, mm. something like that. I don't know, like yeah, make someone works. each, and then have like they can have they can also get two sides to them. Like oh, someone gets a, a um the Firefly Funhouse gimmick, then a scarier gimmick like Bray and Fiend does. Mm-hmm. So like a way everyone has a two, a, everyone doesn't doesn't just stick to one. And I feel like that would be much better than just leaving just one because it'd be confusing. Yeah. Um. Sure. I guess we can head on to the next match that I see in the card. Uh, the Raw Tag Team Championship match. New Day versus the Hurt Business, Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin. Who do you got winning that match and why? Do you want to go versus that? Uh, I got Hurt Business. Same I got here. Hurt Business Same taking here. the belt, uh, taking the straps away from the New Day. I think New Day... New Day's New Day. Like Everybody's going to love them whether they have the belts or not. But I think this is this is time to build up the Hurt Business. I love Shelton and Cedric together. I think they're a good tag team. I think they're great individually as well. Um, but I think the Hurt Business is going to take the straps off the New Day. It's been a long overdue, like you said. Like They've already had two title shots already, and they lost yeah. both of them. Yeah. And now this is the third I, time to get it. And it's like, okay, did they win it this time or did they lose it? <laughs> I think it's been time for them to get the buzz. I've yeah. been telling you this, that the Hurt Business needs to just take over and try and get all the straps if they can. Because to build up, there's difference between having a faction and an actual, like, faction that is threatening. Like, the Hurt Business, they're threatening in their own way. Like, oh, they'll beat you up, but they don't really have anything to show for it. They need to, they need to put some belts on them. Yeah, you you mentioned in the past that like maybe Bobby Lashley should Bobby Lashley should give up his his United States Championship maybe to like the MVP to have yeah. like him go for the WWE Championship. Therefore, they got about everything. And yeah, all in one group. Um, and or slowly add someone in. Like if MVP just wants to stay um, a manager, you add someone in. Yeah. Like they've been kind of, I feel like, slowly hinting at. But um, and then you you either lose the belt and then the that next person challenges for the U.S. belt and Bobby work, Bobby works his way to the World Championship because Bobby needs Bobby needs the belt, man. Especially since he's the powerhouse in the herd business, exactly. you gotta give him the top belt or at least go for it. Be in that story. Exactly. He need he need. I mean, he he's been. To that point where it's like, just give him a chance, like a, put him in the main event picture, have him win the Rumble or something. It probably won't happen, but like, we get to see him in like a big match and just going up against like, like, I mean, no offense to Riddle, but like, I feel like a, he he would have had a more worthy opponent for for TLC. Uh, more worthy, worthy opponents like Keith Lee would have been a better opponent for him, yeah, for TLC. Definitely. I feel like Definitely. that would have been the better route. Because he's still fresh and new to the scene, it's like before you even get to that. Like, like what do you, what are your thoughts on on uh, 
on Keith Lee getting sent down back to the performance center. What are you guys' thoughts on that? I feel like I had to bring that up. I, guess. Um, I have been very vocal about this. And honestly, probably for another reason than other people think, because people immediately hear, oh, they're sending someone back to the performance center and they immediately think he's getting buried. Yeah. They have been doing this kind of stuff for longer than social media has been around. They did it with Big Show. They did it with Mark Henry. Yeah. Vince has an idea of what, you know, a big man should look like. And it sucks because, you know, we know what his vision is. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that he's a bad wrestler, that he's getting sent down to the performance center. There's yeah. a certain way that a WWE wrestler, superstar wrestles compared to how a New Japan or All Elite Wrestling wrestler wrestles. That was a tongue twister. Yeah. <laughs> There's a difference, you know, and he sent down people like Mace. We, uh, he sent down AJ's bodyguard, that guy, uh, Otis. <laughs> yeah. So there's different guys that he sent down. And that's because I guess at this stage, Vince doesn't see them wrestling in the certain style that he envisions that they should be wrestling in. Um, I think the two trainers that are working with them are like Adam Pierce and Drew Gulak who are two really good wrestlers and yeah. they can definitely see the strengths and weaknesses of all the guys and really tap into those um, because they know how the WWE process works. Um, you know, and even for me, just seeing Keith Lee, there's definitely a difference from what we've seen, uh, you know, a wrestler similar to him in the WWE wrestle like compared to how Keith wrestles himself. And, you know, we can't sit up, here and say, you know, Keith Lee's perfect. He doesn't need to go back for training. You know, it's not even like he's getting taken off TV or anything. He's still yeah. on TV. It's just that he's going for those extra days of practice on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I think he'll be fine. People are yeah. saying that he's buried. That is completely false. We've seen it already in the, uh, the network special that they did on him that Vince has, you know, he sees something in him. Like he says, you have to make me believe. And you know, obviously he's, yeah. he's making them believe a little bit. So I think it's still way too early to say anything about Keith Lee getting buried. Yeah. He beat Randy Orton on his first, first match, second match, uh, clean, clean Randy Orton, um, you know, got the final fall on survivor series. There's definitely some ups and there's a little bit of downs, but I think as time progresses, it'll show that Keith Lee has, there's a plan for him, but it just needs to be, you know, brought out a little bit more. Yeah, people automatically love to bury people, say that the people are buried yeah. as soon as things start. Like, he hasn't even been in the main roster, like, for a few months, not even half a year yet. And people are saying that he's buried. Because people are saying that he's buried because they don't know the full story yet. Maybe exactly. there's, like, a certain reason why he's going down to the performance center, and we just don't know about it yet. I'm sure that they do this stuff to all wrestlers all yeah. the time. They, it's yeah, just that this time, Dave Meltzer got a hold of the story. And now yeah. people are, you know, going crazy about it. I feel like they do this stuff all the time. Can yeah, I be like, straight up? Uh, I'm super nervous about this. I, I'm like, Keith Lee is a great talent. He's a great talent. He's unique. What I don't want to see is him become another big guy. I don't want him to move as a WWE big guy. I like the way he is. Um, of course, everyone needs to keep working on their craft. That's with anything. You're always learning. You're never going to be finished. Like, okay, I'm done learning. This is, 
I'm where I'm supposed to be. You're going to learn, even if you're a lawyer, anything, you're going to learn every day. You're going to learn something new every day. So I'm not worried about that. What I'm worried about is the way they're trying to maybe show him how to be a big man, how to be a Braun Strowman. You know what I mean? Like how to be a big show. I like that he has all these moves that he does that are so unique and so unique for a big man in wrestling. And I just don't want them to change him too much. I see where he needs to improve. Everybody needs to improve. But I just, that's what worries me. Nothing about him going down. I'm not worried about any of that. I'm worried about them changing his style, especially since Vince has that outlook. Big guys are supposed to do this and they're supposed to move like this. And that's where it worries me. That is true. I mean, like, that is a common theme. I think every big man has been kind of like, oh, they have the same style that Vince wants to portray for a big man. Yeah. And I get that. I feel like, because there's, we've seen in the past, obviously, even with last year's Survivor Series when he was on NXT still, still we've seen all the, the high-flying stuff he's done. And I think he's done some few high-flying, high or because people like to compare him to like a, like a big man who moves like a cruiserweight. That's how the perfect example to portray him as. So I feel like Vince, a typical Vince, probably took offense to that. It's like, oh, we don't want to be a big man who could move like that. So I can see why you are nervous about that. I'd probably be the same way. But like I said, like I'm not too worried. As long as he's still doing big things and like going places, then I'm fine. I, I feel like I'm fine with that. If he ever hits a big boot, I'm going to go crazy. <laughs> I'm going to go crazy. A big boot, he, a power slam, starts, power punch. He, oh my god! <laughs> also, also, yeah. while we're sending people down, where's Nia Jax at, people? Exactly. What, that, thank you. Thank why you. Why is she just thank roaming you. backstage? <laughs> Send her thing, back though. to the performance center too. That's the thing I'm saying though is that she knows how to wrestle like a WWE superstar. I guess there's some guys that he's like, oh, you're not a superstar yet. So I feel like that that's a little bit of what he's going more for. But if I was in charge of that, you send down Nia Jax, you send down Lana, you send down yeah. just all of Retribution just to get them yeah. off TV. Yeah. And oh, just, there are so many ba- people. Man. Basically, Vince looked at Nia Jax and looked at Keith. Great job. Said, he said, Keith, you're being too safe. We got to send you back down and show you how a big man moves and how a big injured man like <laughs> Nia Jax, you injured me. Oh I think God. I think he praises Keith, Nia Let me show Jax. you this video of Nia Jax hitting Rebecca <laughs> in the face. That's what you should be doing. Have you it. seen this video? <laughs> Do exactly that next you know, time. <laughs> like, I, when I saw that, I was like, of all people, like of all people, there's so many people on the roster you can send down and get improved. Yeah. No offense that, like I said, everybody has has to keep learning and keep working on their craft. But wow, some people need to do it more than others. And Nia Jax may be on the top of that list. I, I think he like highly praises Nia for doing that is stuff. It, is he, it because she's like down the line, like kind of related yeah, to I think, The Rock? That's exactly like, what yeah, it is. Exactly. <laughs> like, if you're being around the bush, then she's, <laughs> if you're she's in the family, you're getting a push. That's what it is. <laughs> if you're in the family, you're getting a push. That's, a, that's oh it. You got to be related to The Rock. That's all you got to do. I'm surprised she hasn't been in the storyline with Usos or Roman yet. Yeah, I know. Tamina hasn't. Down, down the line, I'm down the line, it will happen. Yeah, Tamina probably will. Like we mentioned once before, I think it was the last time you were on Anthony, where we mentioned how 
Simone should get involved and like how like they the should Simone do the whole storyline. Yeah, sure. I'm still on that. Me I too. mean, I don't know if you do it now because you know now they're saying they don't want to do Roman Rock for this WrestleMania because they don't know if there's going to be fans yet. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, you still got to do that story. There's so much you can I do. I say, with that. I say, who cares if fans are there? This is the yeah. only time you could really do it it's because perfect time. you're perfect in an time. environment where Roman is still a heel. Once fans come back. Fans are going to love Roman Reigns, and they're going to be cheering him all the time. Exactly. So that exactly. kind of means that Rock's going to turn into that. He's not going to be a heel in the storyline, obviously, but fans are going to react more positively for Roman, I feel, than they will yeah. for The Rock, just because of how well Roman is being received right now. It's like this head of the table yeah. stuff that he's doing. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand why they want to wait for fans. Like, I get it. Oh, people are going to pay to see this. But guess what? Your ratings aren't number one. And this is the perfect time story-wise, company-wise. It just makes sense. Like, why wait? And even if you do um, have WrestleMania with fans, if you have it in Tampa again, Tampa doesn't really fill up the arena. They do a certain amount of people. I think it's like, I think 30%, 35%, something like that. Yeah, It's not going to be sold out. You're never going to get – you're not going to have an event like that for maybe for two years yeah yeah where it's at sure. full capacity wrestlemania 40 might be the first one that's like everybody like we are gonna pack this place out that everybody can actually sit together and be together until then who cares if there's two people who cares if there's people virtually there you need to have this match like anthony said it makes sense when people come back they're gonna cheer for roman and that because Roman is doing such a good job at the heel, um, with the heel work that you're gonna, everybody loves him. Everybody loves yeah. him now. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna work in two years next year. It's not gonna work by the summer. I'll tell you yeah. that straight up. By the summer, it's gonna be 100% cheers. Doing Roman. any, doing this any other time than WrestleMania coming up is going to just defeat the purpose. Like, of yeah. course, you still do it, but the whole purpose is to get, you know. A WrestleMania-worthy match. Yeah, a WrestleMania-worthy match. Exactly. In terms of Roman being the top heel right now, going against one of the top baby faces of all time. So, you know, yeah, the writing's right well. there. Yeah. You know, like exactly. you said, if there's two people, if there's virtual fans, if they put their little uh, plants like they were in the uh, yeah. in the in the performance center, oh I don't. Oh my care. god! You need to you need to what do a... this match. Yeah. Like it worked for you know, putting people in the audience to work for Randy Orton edge. You didn't wait to do that. The greatest match of all time. Like do it. Like, yeah. who can? I mean, especially now since they're in the, the Tampa, the, 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 I think it's called the orange, whatever the name of the yeah. stadium is that now they, they still, I feel they still have, it's a baseball stadium. So it's a big stadium, especially, I don't know if you saw this, the setup before they, before it was, um, before they debuted last Friday, it's a, they should have a lot of room so they yeah. can fit enough people in that arena. They basically made their own arena in the field, which is exactly. very And they still have the rest of the field and the rest of the, the stands. So yeah. put people in. They can still do socially distance people. Uh, so like a 35% capacity or something like that. They have the amount of space, but they can still do it. Maybe they're going to wait a little bit longer to do that. Maybe that's your plan. But I feel like, especially with, with football season almost ending, it ends before um, March and on April. So they get, whatever football season is done, they can use that stadium that the, the Buccaneers play in. So yeah. they can go back to there and do uh, some type of WrestleMania there. They'll still work out. Um, yeah, they, just, they just need to do this match yeah. this year. 
We'll get into more Roman Reigns later when we get to that match. But the next card, the next match of the card, uh, kind of iffy about. Not really. Oh wait, about. I didn't give my prediction for the for the tag team match. Oh, you didn't. Oh, okay. what's your prediction? No. Um, I want to say I'll I'll do it quick so we can get on to this next match. But <laughs> I want to say hurt business because yeah. in story, you know, you lose two matches, you win the next one. I want to say hurt business, but now they're introducing a story where it's. I don't want to say, I don't want to speak into existence, but it looks like there's tension within the Hurt Business already, which I think is BS. You know, you see Cedric like, you know, over-celebrating, running to the back and, you know, MVP and Shelton are like, what's this guy doing? So I feel like there's a story in that, which makes me want to think that maybe they're not going to give the titles to them just yet. But then again, like we've been saying, they need to win these titles because they're the best, I would go as far as to say the best team in the company right now. Um, at least the most well-booked, um, you know, throughout the year. So I'm going to go with Hurt Business just because I want to see it happen. But I, as long as we don't get a story of the Hurt Business breaking already, then who knows? But yeah, I'm going to go with Hurt Business. So we all got Hurt Business again, three for three. (laughs) Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, I, I would agree with that. Hopefully they don't, they don't break up soon. I just get this titles on them already, give them the reign, give them the dominant reign, and then we'll be fine. I think that'd be perfect for the storyline. Uh, the next match is for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Ba- uh, not Bailey, sorry. Sasha Banks versus Carmella. Who do you got winning that match? Who wants to go first? You ready for this? Are you ready? I don't know if, I, I don't know if I'm ready for this match. I don't know. Carmella. I don't even know who I got. I got Mella winning. Mella, okay. Which is weird to say yeah. because... Well, first of all, I'm actually very much looking forward to this match. And that is something I did not think I was ever going to say for a Carmella match once they brought her back with this new gimmick. Because whenever they bring back, you know, a gimmick like this, I'm always like, okay, Emelina, like, here we go again. So, um, but then they did the match uh, last Friday, which was interesting. Interesting enough to get me invested in this next coming match because it shows that there's more of a character to Carmella than just, you know, like the glitz and glam diva that we've seen already. I think Carmella has a look that they will want as champion. Um, And I feel like they wouldn't bring her back in this role immediately if there wasn't already a plan for her to be champion, because like you think about it and then what's going to happen if Sasha beats her, she's just going to be another mid Carter. That's not what they need right now. Yeah. Um, they definitely need to stack up the women's division as much as they can. Um, so I think in the situation it is right now, I feel like Carmella comes up with the win, which sucks because we went through this whole thing with Bailey just to have, you know, Carmella beat her. But yeah. there's other outside, you know, influences that I'm feeling might have an effect on this. And I think you know what I'm talking about. Uh, someone showing up on AEW in a few days. Uh, to do some commentary, rubbed WWE the wrong way. Yeah. And he just so happens to be doing Sasha Banks's theme song. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But I, could... uh, I doubt that'll happen. No. But WWE's petty enough to do that type of shit. So I'm going to go with, I'm gonna go with Mella. I think I, I, I'm invested in her character enough to see her win the title. I do want to see Sasha get the title back, of course. Um, but I don't know. I feel like they're going with Carmelo on this one. Yeah, I could agree with that one. Like, I, I would, I would not want to, because usually when they, when they introduce a new gimmick or character, they usually tend to to not give them a championship spot on the way on right away. 
I feel like they're the type of people who are just like, okay, he's a new character and gimmick or gimmick. He's a title shot. So people think that, okay, they're serious. They're a main eventer. But then all of a sudden they lose it and say, okay, now what? And then I think this is just a way for her to people to think, okay, she's up there now. She's still a, a main event person. She's still a championship contender. She may not win it right now, but she'll still go for it and she'll still have that, that, that boost. Like she was a lot of times she was champion when she won the money in the bank. Yeah. The first one, one. So I feel like this is just uh, an introduction to the new gimmick, saying that this is a serious thing. Now have Sasha beat her, but she'll eventually be back and win it eventually. So I, I'm gonna have to say Sasha for this one. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking Sasha's gonna beat her, and and it'll make Sasha look better. It may it may be a, a bigger effect towards Carmella since she just returned and have a bigger, a better, a different persona, different gimmick. But I feel like this is the way for like, okay, Carmella's back, different person, different gimmick. Sasha beat her. That makes Sasha look better. Um, I could agree with you with the pettiness with AEW and Snoop Dogg, but I don't think that's going to happen. They may change. I think what they would do with that is change her music at, you know, the best, the only thing they would do with her. I don't think they're going to give her upper title because of her cousin being in AEW. So if anything, I think she's going to make her look better as a champion. And eventually, maybe early 2021, they'll give the belt to Carmella eventually. But I'm still feeling because I, I I would rather have Bianca Belair beat her for a championship than Carmella, you know. So I feel like it's like like I said, the type of thing where it's like okay, new gimmick, ha- lose to the bigger person here. Eventually, you get your shot. That's what I think is gonna happen. Before I give my prediction, I have a question: Did they take down the Undertaker and Snoop Dogg collab? I think they so. did. They did, they did. Makes sense, makes sense. Okay, so I have a big prediction right here. Carmella will be going into WrestleMania as champion, but it won't be happening this pay-per-view. I think Sasha's going to win. I think she'll win controversial. I think it'll be a roll-up or maybe like one of those. They have to make it that. Yeah, they have to make it that. It's a questionable win. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. it's a questionable win. Maybe like Carmella's arm is off the mat, something like that. Her arm is under the rope. Something that's controversial that we get the rematch at Mania where I'm at Rumble where Carmella takes the belt off of Sasha, kicking off the road to WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it will happen this pay-per-view. I got Sasha's pay-per-view, but I think it will happen. That's what I'm thinking. I was thinking the same exact thing. It may not happen now, but it will happen eventually. Yeah, that's very true. Because you also yeah. got to think, like, Sasha's still, you know, one of the only, I don't, I don't know if you would call her a draw, but, like, you know, she's doing a lot of stuff with, like, the Mandalorian. Um, you know, yeah. she's one of the top people that are bringing in some ratings at this point. So there's definitely reason for Sasha to win, but I don't know. I, I'm going to go with Carmella on this one. I feel like, you know, I agree more with Joel's prediction in that Carmella will be going into Mania uh, as champion because – as much as I want to see Sasha versus Bianca, I feel like it won't do anyone. It'll harm more than it'll help for either because yes, we'll get a good match, but at the end of the day, I feel like they're building up too much to Bianca for her to beat Sasha, who is, you know, easily the top woman of this year. Um, And then that'll just hurt Sasha even more. And I feel like that's not a good look for anyone involved. So I think Bianca versus Carmella is a pretty int- it's a, an interesting story enough that if you go into Mania with that, I will I would want to see that as long as they build it up enough. I think it'll be a good match between them two, and also I think it's a good idea to have 
Bianca be a big heel, have her have mm-hmm. that big moment. I think they, the way they're building up Carmella, I think on the way to WrestleMania, it'll get even better. Yeah, and I yeah. think it will be one of those matches that you want to see Carmella lose. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're, they're gonna make you hate her. Exactly. Like, exactly. like the same time that they make they made you hate her when she was with Ellsworth. You just hated yeah. her because yeah. of the Ellsworth, character, yeah. and then Ellsworth just always running in, and it made it made her character better. I think they'll do the same thing, building her up as you go into hate her, her bragging about her having the title, and then finally when you get Bianca versus Carmella at Mania. You have Bianca have that big moment, but you also have Carmella. You have Carm. It's not really lost for Carmella because you built her up so good that it'll be one of those moments for Bianca that wow, this this is what makes the moment. You beat yeah. Carmella. Yeah, like and- I would, I actually wouldn't mind that match between Carmella and Bianca because the two personalities that they both bring, like mm-hmm. you said, with Carmella bragging about her championship or like bragging about herself in general with Bianca Belair being yeah. confident, saying she's the best EST of the company. Mm-hmm. So with those two 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 characters and gimmicks, that put that, I would rather see that than Sasha. In my also, opinion. I feel like Carmel is very underrated in the ring. Like exactly. we saw it on Smackdown. Yeah. Yeah. Even now it's like she brought in a lot of different moves that I didn't even see when she was yeah. doing stuff with like Ellsworth. Honestly, she's really good in the ring, and I feel like this character is only going to add to that and really make her a star if if they go about building right. That's why I would have hoped that they brought her back a little sooner so that if we're going into Mania as Carmella as champion, then we have a little bit more time to build to it. But, I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, I feel like this is, you know, more than enough time to build up Carmella to that uh, eventual title reign. That's why I see TLC being where she wins the title, just so we have an ample amount of time to – uh to get there but honestly i could see it either happening at tlc or the rumble yeah yeah Yeah. either one it'll definitely happen though soon yeah for sure definitely happen so next match on the card so yeah carmella for you anthony and then yeah joanna i got sasha Mm -hmm. uh this next match uh the the women's tag team championships nia jackson shana baszler versus oscar and a mystery partner now because can i just ask can i just ask you all something We have spent months building up Lana to be the underdog. She was the sole survivor at Survivor Series. She just beat Nia Jax. And now you want to go with an injury angle to just take her off the card completely? I feel like she might have to do something with this. Maybe like... I was gonna say that maybe she she comes out and interferes. Maybe That's what I'm she thinking. she does She'll something. Get involved somehow. She may like get angry, get involved with like. Because I was thinking this, because I I I there could be a lot of people who can be this mystery tag team partner. Um, I've heard tons of names already, and I I could agree with all of them, so I wouldn't know who it is yet. But I still feel like the result may be somewhat the same, no matter who it is. I was thinking like maybe you have have like like a distraction from somebody. Uh, then maybe you have Asuka and the partner do like a tag team, double team move to, to one of them and then maybe cause them to win before before the other one gets a save or something like that. So I was like, okay, maybe that can work. Maybe Alana could be the distraction causing Nia Jax. And then maybe that sets up for a Nia versus Alana match and a singles run for a pay-per-view, maybe at Rumble. Maybe that puts her in the title picture. Because I was thinking maybe once once Baszler and Jax lose the titles, maybe they're going straight for the Robin Championship and so will Lana. So the next title defense will be a fatal four-way kind of thing, kind of thing. 
you ready for a very, very bold prediction that I don't want to see it happen, but at this point it might. They might give Lana the rumble, and I'll tell you how. They're thinking of doing, I was reading something, that they want to do a different type of finish to the rumble that they haven't done before. Um, And I guess they feel that now with the Thunderdome, this is the perfect time to do it. So I don't know what it is. No one really knows. But my prediction is that if they're going to let Lana win this rumble, what they'll do is they'll have two women in the ring. Let's say like Charlotte and somebody else. I don't care. Um, They're fighting. What they do is they throw each other over the top rope together. Like they go out together and the ring is empty. There's no one in the ring but there's still one more entrant who still has to get in the rink and it's number uh-huh. 30 and who comes out after a month away from injury, but Lana and the same thing happens at survivor series happens here that she just walks into the ring and, wins. and she wins the rumble. I, I don't want that to happen, but part <laughs> of me feels like they're going to pull sense. Yes. And just do it just to be like, Lana's who we're going with. I would love for that to happen. Because I would, like, no, I, I would be. It's at that point. It's just like yeah. we can do whatever we want, and you're just gonna keep watching. And that's exactly what yep. they would do. That for that exact reason. Yep. That 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 would be a creative way to have a rumble win. That that's creative. But me, I'm kind of iffy if they do it with Lana. Yeah. It's like it's like. I mean, you, if you think about it, who else are they really that, gonna do it? That's a good exactly. way. To, yeah. That's a good way to do it with a heel. That's yeah, a good yeah. way to do it with a heel. Mm-hmm. That's and just have true. them come out and just, yeah, I won. Exactly, I won. I won. <laughs> that, that, I didn't even think of it that way to, to win a match. I never oh, thought about that. Could you imagine if they did that in 2015 with Roman being number 30 and they just did that shit? Could you? I, oh everyone would pull him like that's Oh, my God. Oh, a riot would have broke out. That would have exactly, been so crazy. Exactly. You could that bring out been... The Rock. You could bring out Stone Cold. It wouldn't matter at that point. Oh, my God. That was so – I <laughs> – Let's let's talk about that real quick because I hated that moment when they brought out the rock oh. to make you cheer for him. Exactly. Moment. Like come on. They man. made I you be like, you're really cheer you're cheering for the made. Yeah. The face that he, made. he raises up his hand and he's like the, the, oh, the, oh, okay. The, okay, yeah, thank you for coming out, man. <laughs> Appreciate it. Like, oh my goodness. Oh my god. What a moment I, that was. Yeah. I didn't want to get into the rumble prediction because I'm sure yeah, you're gonna yeah. do another video on that. Oh, yeah. that's, that's my uh, doomsday prediction for the Rumble, uh, <laughs> plus Goldberg winning, but that's that's another story for me. Yeah, yeah. We'll get into that for the uh, if we we have time for the Universal title. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, who who for, speaking of that match, who do you would you say is the perfect fit for Oscar's tag team partner? Who would you think it is? That the first person that comes to mind that you would probably want or want perfectly? I don't even know who who would that person would be. Um, I I couldn't even tell you. My guess is that it's gonna be Lana. I think Lana's coming back and helping her out, and they're gonna win the tag belts. Um, that's my prediction. I got Lana coming back and helping Oscar win the belts back. I think Lana will pin too. She'll she'll get the win. Yeah. Um, but but these tag titles. Wow, I'm so tired of them. Yeah, so I am so tired of them. Not only because of Nia Jax. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't but, want to. <laughs> but Shayna, uh, why is it Shayna in the world title picture? Why is... isn't she the world champion? 
the, the, the reason why I, I was thinking that too, like I think this is a way for them to put her in the title picture and have her win it. Like if they lose the titles, then they go for the women's championship next, maybe. Listen, Cause... I'm gonna be straight up. Shayna should have been champion. Mm-hmm. She Facts. should be. She, she should have won. Becky. <sighs> yeah. Clean. Clean. She should have put. She should have. She should have made her tap. She should have won. That should, and that should have been Becky's out. That yeah. should have been it. Yeah. That stupid roll up. I don't know what it is with Becky and her fucking roll ups at WrestleMania, <laughs> but I'm fucking tired of it. I'm tired of it. Go if off, she comes bro. back Go and on. does Go another roll off, up, man. I'm done with her. <laughs> Shayna uh, should have been champion. She should be going on months being champion right now. She should be going into Mania champion and being champion for a year. Exactly. Mm-hmm. She should. She should, man. Because I, I had. This year, she should win the title at Mania. Yeah. She should. Yeah. He should have her moment. Everybody talks about everybody having their moment at Mania. Shayna should have been at it already, and I think she deserves it this year. Yeah. We're putting up with this fucking bullshit they have her in. <laughs> because, wow. How are you just talking about people being misused or not used at all? Cool, she's being used, but used in the most... Yeah. <laughs> Stupid ass storyline you can have, <laughs> and it's not even for the world title. Like at least if the world title was like it was all four of them going for the world title, and this storyline was happening, I'd be like, you know what? Okay, she's in the story picture. She's in this. She's at in least the story for the win. title. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Wow, having her with the tag belt and with Naya. 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 Really, out of all people. Oh like, my all- goodness. <laughs> I can't tell you, like, sh- I feel like every time somebody gets called up from NXT, nothing goes right for them. That, that, that's, and that's we've seen I... that every fucking time. That, that's why I feel like the, the, the way, where they went wrong. And I don't, I, don't, I don't personally blame the company. I think it's more of the fans miss- what, and what they think. Because I think I might, I might have mentioned this once before in a past episode, where it may have been with the ringside. Um, I think what they're doing with NXT is fine, and the way they're calling them up is fine. It's the fact that people automatically assume, even with the Keith Lee story, as we mentioned before, as soon as something goes wrong, people automatically lose faith in somebody. And it's mm-hmm. like they just got here. Why are you so like down on people? And the thing is, I think I think the reason why for that is because everyone has high expectations for them when they get called up. And that's why I feel like NXT should not be the developmental system. They should have a new developmental system, more like Evolve. They have the rights to Evolve. Use that shit as a developmental where it's not broadcast. It's not aired on TV, not on the network. Where it's like, okay, where like, because back then when it was just FCW, when someone got sent to Raw, SmackDown, ECW, you didn't know anything about them. You didn't even know their fucking exactly. name. Yeah. Yeah. Like when Sheamus got called up, did you know him beforehand? No. Only people no, in Florida did. we never did. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Only people who knew them were the people who were in Florida that attended yeah. the events. Yeah. And I miss that. I miss, like, I was thinking about this, that literally every new character that comes in, it's always someone from NXT. I miss the days where we could just, you know, see, like, a vignette of, like, this new exactly. name that, like, we've never seen before. And it's like, that yeah, it's, obviously, it's a wrestler from another company. But, like, yeah. you know, I remember being little and seeing, like, Karma for the first time with, yeah. like, the doll heads. And I was like, yeah. this is crazy. I've never yeah, seen yeah. this shit before. It's not Awesome Kong. It's Karma. What was that? Yeah. Heavy machinery. And I'm just like, 
there well that's not going to go anywhere like i want to go back to a point that nick brought up because i'm one of those fans that get their expectations high why do i get my expectations high because you decide to put them in big moments that's true you decide to bring up Shayna and give her a world title fight at mania you have her go into elimination was it elimination chamber yeah. where mm-hmm. she cleaned house everyone. and then got rolled up at mm-hmm. wrestlemania so it's like it's not like okay she lost and she's still in the title picture it was like she lost and here's the tag title like yeah that's like Stone Cold losing to The Rock at WrestleMania, and then it's like, Over the well, here's the, tag, here's the tag belts with the big show. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Exactly. You know what I mean? And, like, the same thing with Keith Lee. You bring him up, you put him against Randy, and the next thing we know, we hear that you want to change the way he's moving and stuff. It's happened a lot with it. Um, the NXT guys. I think it's because they bring them up in a big moment. Yeah, like or either, Kevin or either, Owens, yeah. where you bring him up, mm-hmm. John you Cena, have him John attack Cena. John Cena, and you beat have him. him beat him as the NXT championship, as an NXT champion, and then nothing really happens for a while when he comes up that he wins the U.S. belt. He works his way up. At the beginning, there's nothing really happening. And then it's not our – like, I can see where it is our four at the same time. Like, we're, we see him, we're like, oh, now let's wait to see what happens. Like, you have him beat John Cena, and then – the next thing he should do after he wins the NXT belt is be in that picture as a top guy in WWE, right? Yeah, because yeah, it's either I think that. that's where they go wrong all the time yeah. is that they always bring the, you know, it's one thing to be the top person in NXT. It's another thing to be the top person in the WWE. Yeah. And there's levels to that. What they always do is that they take someone like Keith Lee or Asuka or whoever, and they take them at the top of the company and they throw them into the WWE. And so we as fans have the expectation that, you know, you hype them up with the vignettes and you put them, like you said, in this big moment. And then it's like, okay, so they're immediately in the main event scene and then they lose. And now all of a sudden they're in the lower mid card and we're like, what the fuck happened? What they should be doing is if you want to build someone up organically, you shouldn't be bringing them in, you know, you shouldn't be bringing in Johnny Gargano into the main roster after WrestleMania and putting him up against Drew McIntyre if he's still yeah. champion. Yeah. What you should be doing is making a surprise appearance against a mid-carder so that you could start off right in the middle. You put him in the mid-card, maybe let him win the mid-card title. And from there, now you have a balance that, you know, if things are working out, we could shoot him up to the main event. If things aren't working out, he's going to be a jobber and he's going to be in the 24-7 yeah. title. You can't shoot someone up right there to the main event it just doesn't work because it's yeah. always going to fall flat on its face and we've seen it 20 times yeah. with 20 different call-ups they did it with the ascension they did it with kevin owens they did it with literally ascension. any name yes i had to bring in the ascension because i know, they, I know that, uh, was yo, the, that was to my, be honest i love them as a I tag love them. team they were just, they so just they just said you know it'd be dope if we just painted your face and made you look like and let me, you let look me like the road warriors. Like the road warriors, and we're gonna have JBL on commentary just bashing. Yeah, like, that's all they did with them. Yeah, I was watching the the takeover when they lost the titles to the Lucha Dragons. First of all, great match, and also you just listen to the crowd reaction where they had that chant at one point. They were like ah ah ah, yeah. and it was like they were over. And then you bring them here, and it's just like just nothing with it. Yeah. It was so bad when they brought them up. It was like, 
I don't know what was what the idea was. I had no There's idea. so many people from NXT that I'm like, they yeah. should have been a world champion. Not right away, but they yeah. should have at least been in the picture. Mm-hmm. Big one that I've always been behind since day one. Tyler Breeze. You oh, brought yeah, him yeah, in. Yeah. Oh, my and, goodness. And Bo Dallas. And Bo, Bo Dallas. Dallas. Bo Dallas. 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 Apollo Cruz should have been a main eventer. Like, come on. Like, Big E, so too. Big E, too. But not, not like what Big E did with New Day. But, like, you know, he should have won the WWE Championship already, too. I feel like he yeah, should have won something. It was just... I, for Big E, I got to say, though, because we did see him in a singles role, I would yeah. not want to see him as champion, as like a world champion with the character that he had. I feel like now that he's with the New Day a little bit and he's bringing back a little bit of it, there's an even mix. Yeah. I feel like Big E, when he was Intercontinental Champion, just had no character. He, exactly. Yeah. I, I thought it's they different. It's the same thing, but quick. it's different now. Yeah, they definitely yeah. did. I thought they brought sure. him in too quick. There's a lot of guys that they bring in quickly that's like i relax like like i actually like that some nxt guys don't want to come up they're like yeah want to stay here leave me here i'm good like that should (laughs) tell you something but you know that's also a lose lose if you think about it because before gargano started doing like the whole the way thing with this new group yeah um i was honestly about to say if he hadn't if he didn't never if he didn't at least win a world title at the stage that he was at now he would literally be doing nothing. Him and Candice would have been just rotting in NXT. So, you know, unless they're doing stuff with them, it's kind of a lose-lose. And I feel like Gargano, Ciampa, Cole, they're talented enough that they can have, you know, some cool booking. But, like, there's eventually going to be a point where you're going to have to be called up to the main roster. And I feel like if, like I said, if they want to use them properly in some capacity – got to put them in the mid card. You can't immediately shoot the undisputed era up to the main event scene because you're going to get some dream matches with the undisputed era go against yeah. like the Her new business. day or whatever. And then it's going to be done. And then you're going to see Kyle O'Reilly in the 24 seven title picture. Like it, it's that's bound to happen. So I feel like, yeah, there are people that want to stay down there, but there needs to be a balance. Yeah. You need to know how to call them up. I think yeah. there's, there's certain, like I'll go back to the Kevin Owens when he debuted against uh, John Cena. I think it was the right time, mm-hmm. but the wrong person. It was the U.S. belt. It made sense. Right. But having him go and beat John beat Cena, up John Cena yeah. defeat John Cena clean, Dang. it was like, whoa. And got those expectations like, okay, like this is it. Right. He's coming up now and he's going to be a top guy. Then he went like, for the U.S. championship. Mm-hmm. And then it's yeah, like, like if he would have came up and did an open challenge against a Cesaro as the U.S. champion or somebody that was in the mid-card. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. A Ziggler. Somebody like that beat them clean. It's like, okay, all right. He's going to and, and now yeah. he's going he's gonna to slowly work his way up. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense, doing stuff like that. But I think his was – it had the right – idea to it the right intentions to be they like didn't capitalize after that there's yeah, never it, a long-term plan with them yeah and, and it was just and it was just tough that was john cena your first mm-hmm. match you're coming in you beat exactly. john cena clean yeah now, I mean, at that time he wasn't really the top i mean he has a big name obviously but like it, he wasn't in the wwe championship then it was he was the united states champion so they weren't really yeah, doing big things but, yeah but it's still, still cena, cena though yeah it's still yeah, cena. yeah. That's like he's just that star. Another yeah. one from I know we're getting off topic, but yeah. another one from <laughs> we NXT. Have a long episode. Yeah, it's gonna be like an hour and a half. Another one from NXT that always pissed me off was Oscar. 
Oscar yeah, with undefeated dude, oh my streak. God. How do you I can do have a whole her episode on that. I can do a whole episode. How do you have her tap to clean, figure, clean. a figure four, yeah. whatever the fuck you want to call it? Like, I get it. You love Charlotte. But guess what? Sometimes big talent needs to help talent get over. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that was that would have put Oscar and everywhere. And even okay, if- you don't want you don't want her to be bigger than Charlotte. You don't have to, but that would have helped to elevate to at least the, close to Charlotte's right. status. And even in this year's WrestleMania, when Charlotte beat Rhea Ripley, like that, that's a whole different. Even though she's not called up, that didn't even ruin her. Yeah. She's still in Why NXT. would you? Why would you bring? Why would you waste the exactly. NXT champion exactly. and decide we have this? <sighs> We've talked about the talent. We talked about War Games that yeah. the four and four women's you can call up. Three or four of them, and still have a good women's roster. Yeah, Why yeah. were any of them going to, for the NXT title? Why did you have a main roster person who won the Rumble? To play who, devil's advocate a little bit, I feel like they had the intention that there were going to be fans, and maybe they would have let Rhea win if there were fans to have a big moment for her. Because yeah. around that time, they were very high on her. Yeah. That was around the Survivor Series um, when they were definitely very uh, supportive I, of her. I thought Rhea was going to win. I was like, oh, yeah. this is just yeah. going to help Me her. Too. This yeah. is going to help elevate her. And then it was like a punch in the gut. Yeah. I was like, yo. Like, so once there were no fans, I feel like they were like, all right, so we'll hold off on Rhea. You know, we'll hold off on her getting that big win later down the line yeah. if when fans people, come back. Yeah, yeah. And then time just went on and then, i never understand them with the fan thing like yeah, oh, okay yeah. it's cool for video and picture you act like no one's watching at home like <laughs> it's still gonna be a big moment when drew yeah. won the belt it was still a big moment yeah it's sure. not gonna take away because oh it's an empty arena yeah he might feel that way yeah you know what i mean we feel bad that he didn't get to have that moment but as fans we still love that moment of him winning yeah. the belt and finally getting it so I don't know. I hate that excuse that they use that. Oh, there were fans I feel like there, so we anything, decided... They should be focusing in on getting those fans watching on TV because if you look at those raw numbers, they're the lowest of all time. That's a consistent thing that we're saying now. And, they should yeah. be getting those TV numbers. They're going to... And, you know, of course, you get the news reports. Oh, they're doing something that's going to try to bring up the ratings. They're, unless you go completely mainstream and you find a way that you could get into you know, a big, a big top story or something to get fans, casual fans watching, there will never be another, you know, interest anywhere close to Attitude Era, Ruthless Aggression, Golden Era. It will never happen again. And that's, you know, you could go for as great of a wrestling content that you want. You know, they by far have the greatest in-ring talents Ever. Yes. I was and, just about to say that. They have such a deep roster that you shouldn't be given the, the numbers yeah. you are. But here's the thing. Why do I care if there's nothing as a casual viewer that I exactly. should be interested in? If, yeah. you know, they have potential to go, you know, Roman Reigns, Sasha, they could do something, but they're yeah. not legitimate draws. You look at like Stone Cold, Hulk Hogan. You look at kind of like Cena. Those were people who casual fans knew and they were yes. interested. They were the mainstream that they were like, you know, oh, what's this? The WWF's pairing up with MTV. I got to see this. What's yeah. this? The Attitude Era is doing some crazy shit again. I got to see this. There's yeah. nothing that's happening that is like 
you know, let me watch this. And you get like a little bit every now and then, like the Thunderdome, the first night got a pretty good rating. When they went to Fox, that got a pretty good rating. But now the ratings are just tanking. And until you find something, you're never going to get there again. And there's no point in even trying, especially with social media and the streaming and all that. It's never going to happen. Right now in wrestling, like I'll be, I love wrestling. You know, that I've been mm-hmm. a diehard fan. Yeah. I will say right now, there's not a star. There's no. not. That, yeah, because I was going to bring up a point. Like someone, I think someone tweeted this like a while back, how like people, when every time like some, a legend comes back, like Stone Cold, whoever, they get a bigger reaction than the, any of the current stars right now. Mm-hmm. When they when they pop when they come outside, I'll tell you straight up. I, I think like, that I only bought a ticket to the last role that I went to because Stone Cold was gonna be there. Exactly, that's the only See, reason. Why, yeah, I could care why? less about what was yeah. happening on the car. Stone Cold was gonna be there. I was there. You crazy? Yeah. Like when it's you, just one of those things. When you really look at the roster right now, the only legitimate draws that there are, and I've talked about that. I talked about this on my last episode that the only draws that you have right now are The Rock. Brock Lesnar, and maybe Goldberg. Those are literally the only three, and Cena, but like, you know, those are literally the only three people that if you put them on a Monday Night Raw and you announce, at least announce it, you'll get a good rating. There is no one on the current main roster that you could be like, oh, Drew McIntyre is going to be on Raw this week, or oh, Roman Reigns is going to be on SmackDown talking about this this week. Yeah. Why, who is Roman Reigns? Who is Drew McIntyre? You know, I think of it from a casual fan. I would know who The Rock is. That's Dwayne Johnson. I know yeah. who someone like Brock Lesnar is. He did UFC. I know John Cena. He's doing movies, and I'm interested in that, so I'll watch that. Yeah. There's nothing that, you know, there's just nothing going on right now. And you could yeah. make the argument for Sasha and Roman, but because, you know, Sasha's on The Mandalorian and whatever, yeah. but, like, that's that doesn't really, you know. That's not the same level as, like, yeah, yeah. The Rock. Bigger name. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Like, you could say Snoop Dogg's cousin, but Snoop Dogg's on AEW now, mm-hmm. so I don't know what's yeah. going to happen. Yeah, and, like. Drawing attention to them now. <laughs> so you exactly. go there. Yeah, what I hate, though, is when people say, like, I think it was, I want to say it was Jim Cornette that said there will never be a wrestling superstar. That's wild to say because we can't see ahead. After mm-hmm. Hogan, people must have thought there will never be a star like Hulk Hogan. And then guess what? Stone Cold and The Rock happened. And then after The Rock left and Stone Cold stopped fighting, there'll never be another star like them that took over the company and then Cena happened. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We can't say there will never be another one. But at the moment, there's, at the moment, there's nobody that is the star. It yeah. might be somebody on the roster right now that in a couple of years, there'll be that face of the company that even if you ask a uh, Somebody that doesn't watch wrestling, they'll know who he, who they, he or she is. Right. You know what I mean? And I think going back to like, like how you said, um, you can't really market anybody and be like they're gonna be on Raw this week. I think that's where people kind of um, look at AEW and be like, oh, they they're just leaning on the old superstars in WWE, like how they're doing Sting. Um, when they first started, they gave Jericho the belt, but mm-hmm. then it's like their new company. They have a whole bunch of young guys. They that was need the smartest thing to, they could have done. Exactly. Like, yeah. of course, it would have been awesome to see Adam Page as the first champion. But mm-hmm. what does that bring to the view, like, to right. the channel? If mm-hmm. you say Jericho's our champion, he's going to be on the first episode of Dynamite, people are going to tune in. 
not because, oh, this is a new company. Let me check it out. Jericho's the champion. Wow, I really got to check this out. Oh, Sting is on wrestling again? I got to go check that out. So they're using it now. They're only a year in. Like, people like to trash that, but I think yeah. they're using it to their to their advantage so that they try and hold you to keep watching and care about their superstars, and then they'll get a star of their own. You know what I mean? Like, there's a star in AEW to the fans. You know what I mean? People will say the MJFs. People will say, you know what I mean? Like, we look at them as stars, but there's not that star. Like we said in WWE, there's no star. There's no mm-hmm. Rock Hogan. There's no guy like that. Like I but, said, there's stars, and then there's draws. Your stars are going to be like, you know, if you want to talk about AEW, like your MJFs, your... Moxley's Omegas. Yeah, sure. Guys like that. But then you have your draws where if you want to talk about AEW, Sting, uh, maybe Jericho, yeah. Shaquille O'Neal. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> know, people, yeah. Like, like people who are going Jack. to draw the interest in. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So anyways, my prediction for... Let, you know, I was about to say, <laughs> let's get back to the go back to this, Yeah. I forgot what match you were on. Also, wait. Okay, The women's tag team. Can I ask you a question before we continue with the women's? SmackDown tag team. They're on the pre-show? I don't know. I didn't even know they had a match. Isn't it Rude and Ziggler? I don't think they confirmed it yet. Yeah, they'll probably be on the pre-show. Yeah, they'll probably be on the pre-show. They haven't even announced the title yet or the United States Championship. So I'm assuming one of those three are going to be the kickoff show. Because I thought they had announced it Profits and Ziggler. I got to check this have. out, though. They it's might, yeah, they might have, though. they might have, but I probably didn't. I yeah. didn't see it on the court, so I didn't say it. Yeah, I'll check it out. I'll let you know. Yeah. As you, as you look that up, um, <laughs> my, if we're talking about who I think is going to be the mystery opponent, uh, mystery tag team partner, rather, I think it's going to be Charlotte. Like, I've, probably the most I feel like there's, yeah, there's, pro- there's a lot of ways that you could go about doing that if you want to put the titles on them so that you could – go about just breaking up Nia and Shane already, I would most definitely be happy with that. But then, I mean, you also, it's Charlotte Flair. Like, you know, she has history with Asuka. She should maybe, maybe she can turn on her and maybe they want to go the direction of putting the title again on Charlotte. Um, that could be something. So I feel like there's a lot of different things that they could do if she was the partner. Um, a lot of people have been saying Kyrie Sane, but it, I don't, no, know. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, she's out. I think that's, yeah, I think, she's done with WWE. I was I gonna s- like maybe like two, three years from now, if she wants to come back and do a little run, maybe. But like, it's too soon. I think I'm gonna go with Charlotte for the mystery opponent, uh, power partner. Definitely, she's definitely Makes like sense. a yeah. She's definitely like the high percentage of someone returning and being a partner. Yeah. Uh, I heard people saying Io Shirai. Maybe Io Shirai may come up for like not still be honest, obviously still NXT Women's Champion. Yeah, she could maybe. be there, bring the tag team titles. Her and Oscar be women's champion that, and tag team champion. That's champions. actually a good idea. Bring the because we've already seen those tag titles on NXT already. It yeah. makes sense just to put them on an NXT Superstars. tag team, yeah, so that you could actually build up some teams down there. Exactly. So I mean, honestly, that's not even a bad idea. Someone from anyone from NXT, Rhea Ripley. I feel like that actually makes more sense than EO because she doesn't have a title right now, and she she just lost. Didn't she lose to Tony Storm yesterday? Or did she win? I didn't. Yeah, she lost. She me. lost. She lost that one. Yeah, there you go. Well. Probably because <laughs> I was thinking like maybe either WWE might pull a move where it's like okay they might bring back Lana even though she was out. Yeah, you know, they might. Pull That's what I went like, with. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I, I I agree with that part. Like they might just like oh it's gonna be someone else, but it's really Lana this whole time. Right. Um, I was thinking maybe Naomi because she's also on Raw and she's been out for a while. 
So I think like it's gonna be her coming back and like being okay. Maybe they'll win it. Maybe they'll be the ones to take it off. Because I don't want to see like if it was Charlotte, it's probably gonna be this like the same thing with Naya and Shayna, two people not yeah. getting along, and then it's eventually the, it's doing the same thing over again with two different people. So it's like it wouldn't make sense to her do with her. It's probably gonna be someone who's gonna be like a baby face to get along with Oscar to go have him hold it for a while, maybe lose yeah. it to somebody, mm-hmm. uh, and then probably brush it off or something. Like that. So Hopefully I'm, I'm a but, real tag team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I feel real like tag like, teams. What are you talking about, Joel? There's no real tag teams. Here. Yeah, we don't do nothing. There's anymore. no tag no... teams here. Yeah. We got Peyton Royce and uh, Peyton Royce and Lacey Evans. Yeah, there's Lacey Evans. They're real. Team. Yeah, there's real. Tag Natalia and uh, Billy Kay. There's another one. <laughs> there's a tag teams. Go play. Yeah, go play. <laughs> but like, I hope. Like, I feel like they should have. Like, I probably would say at most probably would be Yoshira. I, I hope it is because, like I said, it gives them time to go to and it'll give them the opportunity to go to NXT. You know, go up against like. Like a like a Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez, um, maybe yeah. like Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell, and then like, yeah. or maybe maybe what what are the names? Oh. They're attacking uh, Casey Catanzaro and her oh, partner, Caden uh, Carter. Yeah, yeah, yeah them too because yeah. they're attacking. They're legit. I like them. Mm-hmm. They're probably gonna go that direction. Probably they're gonna end up losing it to an NXT tag team to use the titles there and build up more. They, yeah, they, they should move the women's tag team belts to NXT. Yeah. They're the ones who actually can use Need it. it. Yeah. yeah. Until like, they build up more in the main roster. Because they do have the Riot Squad and Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke, but it's like them two well, need more 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 time to build up more. Well, that's how you help NXT become a brand. You have one of their tag teams win it, and they go defend it on all shows. True, mm-hmm. true. That is true. That's that is very true. true. Yeah. yeah. So I guess we can move to the next match, WWE Championship, or in a TLC match, Drew McIntyre defended against AJ Styles with Amos. Um, do you guys feel like one of them will win, walk out as champion? Do you think the Miz will cash in, or Sheamus will get involved in some sort? What do you guys think about that match? Uh, Drew's winning. I, you know, we talked about this already that it's you know, Drew is their guy, and I feel like. You know, as good as AJ Styles is, they're at the spot right now where it's like, you know, Drew needs to be going into Mania as champion. And, you know, we get the rumors that it's going to be Drew, Keith Lee, and Brock Lesnar at Mania. Yeah. And I feel like that's a match that they really want to do um, if it's being planned and if Brock agrees to do it. So to mess that up, I would keep, I would just keep the belt on Drew. Uh, I think AJ can afford a loss because now he has this big guy with him. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I would much rather see Drew McIntyre going into WrestleMania as champion. Yeah. Um, you know, because we've we've already seen you know AJ Styles as the champion. Sure, you know we have a little bit of a edge now with almost, but you know I would rather there's more potential for Drew to be champion walking into Mania than there is Styles. That's true. That's true. I'm just like I'm. I'm always scared of like having the Miz cash in because I know it's gonna happen eventually. Yeah. I'm just scared when it's gonna happen. I just don't want it to happen anytime soon. It could be Sunday. It could be the night after on Raw. Could be at the Rumble. We don't know. I I, I think he's gonna hold off. I think Miz is gonna hold off. I think so. Yeah. Because the year ends in what June? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I I I think May has happened in May this year. Oh wait, yeah. How does that work? So is it it's, like yeah? I was thinking is it a like, year in Otis time? I, yeah, or is I think it it's a just year a year like, since okay. Money in the Bank. Yeah, yeah, it happened in May. I think it happened in May. So it happened end in May. So my prediction for this match is McIntyre. I think 
love AJ. AJ is my favorite wrestler at the moment. But Drew, like Anthony said, is their guy. They they're gonna build him. They were right built him to be unstoppable. He lost that one title match to Orton, got yeah. the belt back. Yeah. And I think he'll hold on to it till Mania. I think at Mania he'll defend it. I think he'll win the Mania match. And I think the shocking moment on the Monday after roll will be the cashing. And okay. it'll begin the Miz era and his first opponent will be McIntyre. I think that'll go on. That'll be the storyline for the whole summer. Okay. Or at least until like July. Yeah. I think that I think they're gonna hold off that and have McIntyre do his thing for the next couple of months. Of yeah. course they're gonna get the tease of the Miz um every so often. In. Yeah. yeah. I would love of course the way they're with the rumors and the way they're planning the mania match. I would love for the Miz to win the Royal Rumble, and Ooh. just and just lose, right? Lose the Mania match, and then cash, and cash in. in. Yeah, like it would just be so <laughs> something we've never seen before. Like lose a match and like, hey, I got a contract, I got to catch it in. Yeah, yeah. And it's like this, and makes you hate him. Exactly, I was gonna say the heel move because it was like. Move. You got your title shot and you lost, but they're gonna have to make you forget. They want. I would if I was a writer. This is what I would do. I would have the Miz win the Rumble, have you forget he even has the money in the bank, make yeah. you forget all about it, have him have him and McIntyre build up the match. You even forget that he's money in the bank. Of course, we're not gonna forget. Yeah. But they want you to. They want you to forget. So that when the match happens at Mania, let's say he loses, Morrison just runs, makes a run, and he starts attacking McIntyre. They get into a little scuffle, and then Miz just goes under the ring, grabs the briefcase, and just knocks McIntyre over the head. Hits the... I always forget his move. Skull crushing finale. There we go. Every time I think of it, I think of Jarrett, Jeff Jarrett. But... um, (laughs) Yeah, he'll hit that on the briefcase, cash in, Ooh. hit it again. One, two, three. We got a new champion to end Mania. Even though he lost the main event, he won the title. He, he has That's the title. Awesome. And it just makes you feel like, oh, oh, I hate the Miz. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'll just, okay. I, I would just love that to happen, especially with yeah. that character. That's a great thing to do with that character to just make you just, that would bring his heel momentum just up like Ooh, yeah. yeah like his top heel moments were like i want to say like what year was that when he actually cashed in was that 10 years ago. 10 years ago. 10 yeah years ago. 2010 yeah. when and there was that little girl in the crown and she was just making that face they could and do like a virtual kinda, one that we could be <laughs> yeah and then they and then he kind of got to his peak heel again when he was doing the movie the movie actor thing, and he was going against John Cena and stuff, but people were cheering for him at that moment. We need a heel Miz that we don't like. Not a Miz heel that we think is funny and we like and we're like, ah, he's going against Cena. We need a heel Miz that we are going to be like, we don't like this guy. Like, why is he even champion? Why why was this allowed to happen? You know what I mean? And then it just, I think that would be dope. But the way they're building it out, it doesn't look that way, but I think it's him the night after Mania. 
I don't think he'll do it before then, especially if they're planning on the big man main event. I don't see where the Miz fits in there. You know, what I mean? I was, if they happen to do that after that match, because that's going to be like a rough match for New McIntyre, yeah. which would be wow. Yeah, that or would be he like. Does, but then it's like not 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 like a Seth Rollins when it's during the match. Like wait till after. It's gonna yeah. be like, oh, it's not happening now. It's gonna. But I just feel like I don't know. I feel like you did one cash in that mania, and that's it for a while. Yeah, yeah. You can't do yeah. it again. Yeah. Like it, it would be cool. It would be dope. I would love to see him get himself into that match and yeah. him win. And then it's just like wow, the main event turned out to be Lee Lesnar McIntyre Miz and the Miz one. Like it's just. It or he, or, no like, or like before the match, he just says, oh, I want to be in this match. Let me cash in it now, and this is my championship match. And yeah. no one's going to expect him to win it because he has three big guys. And then it's like, oh, yeah. he wins. He like a roll up or something. I don't know. Yeah. Then, like, it's just – there's so much I would do with The Miz because I think The Miz is – he is Miz our – he, he's our generation's greatest heel. Yep. I don't care what that anybody is. says. Yeah. He yep. – like – I agree with that. Everybody Definitely. wants to talk about a lot of people being our like the heel of the generation. I think Miz is the heel. He had he's had definition, his face textbook definition to... of heel. It's literally the textbook definition of heel. It's like you can't put any. Yeah, MJF. It is yes, but like the Miz is doing it longer the, than MJF. The Miz is just. I think the Miz best is heels are the heels that when they turn face, like how the Miz turned face, we were like, "This is this garbage." Is, he's yeah. better as a heel. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, guys like. The Miz, like I can see MJF being one of those guys yeah. this decade. But yeah, I would say The Miz for sure. Like, I would say another one could be, which might be not as, you know, positive a pick, but maybe even Baron Corbin. He has that yeah. type yeah. of beat. Yeah. Yo, I love Baron I Corbin. I love Baron man. Corbin. He is, yo, he's nice in the ring. Like, he just makes, like, he's, he's what a great, guy. Yeah, great in the ring, great heel. Yeah. He's not natural at it, but he's still great. He plays great heel. I love you, it. He, I think you should put a belt on him, any yep. belt, and just you would just oh, keep the guy. Title. Yeah. imagine him and Miz as a tag team. Like Ooh. you're just creating tag team, just Ooh. put them together. Yeah, put them together. Yeah, yeah. Like why not? And just okay. have okay. have them just like <laughs> run over everyone and just gloat about how great they are. Like it just makes sense. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, Corbin's great too, but I would say the Miz is like he yeah, is definitely. He's yeah. out Piper. He's out Piper. And everybody yeah. that he—that's a good you, comparison. Yeah, he—you could like anybody that's champion, you could get them over by putting them against the Miz. So you guys you have McIntyre. I mean? Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to change no, it. What <laughs> I was gonna say like I was gonna uh, mention in because uh, you're speaking out heels. I wanted to bring up Roman Reigns in that match because I feel like right okay. now he's also doing a great thing. Yeah. So I was, so I was asking like, if you guys had McIntyre winning or AJ Styles? I know I think one of you. McIntyre. McIntyre. I say McIntyre. Yeah. I would love for AJ McIntyre. to win, but I got McIntyre. Yeah, because I was gonna, I was gonna bring up like Roman. Like I said, Roman Reigns being a great heel and being up there for that right now. Because um, like, you can't like, you can't you can't forget Roman Reigns right now being a great heel. If you're Roman talking Reigns, about Corbin it, and Miz, but he's also doing a great job as a heel. That's what I love what, about him. What I feel with Roman is they had no other choice with him. Yeah. Like they. But he's still he's still good at it. He's not bad. No, he's, he's still good at it. Yeah, yeah. He's still good at it. He's good at it, but. Here's the thing. A heel isn't really supposed to be getting cheered, a traditional heel. Yeah. That's why, you know, you compare, you get the Miz, Corbin. They're guys that, like, people hate. But yeah, then they make yeah. you hate. once those fans come back, Roman's going to get cheered. Yeah. So yeah. As of right I don't know now, if I until... Roman in that reign of, like, heel heels. But, he could like, do it. Yeah, but for sure, like, he could do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I don't want to. You know, you could get people to hate Roman just – 
have him start wearing the vest again. Have him. No, 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 no. Forget the vest. Yeah, put him back with Rollins. Yo, very easy. Stop punching. Stop punching the fucking floor. Just go out there and wrestle. He might have been the biggest heel without being a heel. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just. You put him as the most hated wrestler for a while. Yeah. And then. I'm not gonna. I don't want to sound mean, but then uh, he got sick and everything, and then it was like, well, I can't boo this guy. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah, like I can't. Was a, yeah. Like when was I was out at, for a couple months. And yeah, like, when okay, I was at Mania 35, it was like, well, you can't. We can't really like, <laughs> boo this guy. Yeah, like, he just came back. Like he just gave. He, <laughs> he was just sick. Like that would be mean. Yeah, to yeah. Do. yeah, yeah. You can't boo him. If it... Yeah, like it just. It, it's just messed up. Fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's messed up. <laughs> I think that kind of helped him on getting a better reaction. Like, yeah. And even though he had to go through all that to actually get a better reaction, I feel yeah. bad about saying that. But then he, he found his coin with this bad guy character. Yeah, yeah. And maybe this will help him out if he ever does turn face again. Yeah. They'll remember how good of a heel he was and actually be like, wow, this guy's actually good and maybe it could develop his base character a little more than just yeah. being somebody that right. comes in hits a spear and leaves yeah so for that match i'm assuming we all have roman reigns winning that against owens in the tlc yeah yeah man oh there's no comment we know that he knows in that match you know, no what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know what i'm gonna be i'm gonna be the one out here oh, I'm gonna okay. say owens. oh no Ooh. I'm not say again, Owens. not again. <laughs> Last time you said Uso. Last time you said Uso. I'm going to say Owens. Owens. Oh, you're taking it for the team. <laughs> I, I get the Roman heel character. Love it. Do you cool. think Owens, you think Jay will like cost in the match or something? I think that's the, because you know, Jay Uso is kind of like being like the woman messes up everything now. It's yeah. like, okay, do you think he's going to cost in the match this time or something? I think it might have to be that to happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For Owens to win so that they don't hurt Roman Reigns, even so though I yeah. feel like you could, Roman could take a loss, yeah, and it's not gonna hurt him right now. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like he'll get it back though. I'm pretty sure Kevin Owens is gonna hold it for like a week, I, and then <laughs> I would love for Owens to win it and you build out this story, yeah. build it out, and maybe I'm being optimistic here, but Reigns and Owens at Mania. And you build it all the way till there. Because if you're not gonna have Reigns and Rock Might as well have Owens. Yeah. Yeah, you need a you need some there. And then you get that finally like I've been trying to win this for months. Now I'm finally getting it back. And you don't have them fight till Mania. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. let's say Uso crosses him the belt. You have him fight Uso. You have um, Owens fight Uso maybe at Rumble. You have him fight somebody else before Mania. Roman wins the Rumble. Like, it's just, you could do something like that. I just feel like Roman doesn't need the belt right now. Yeah. I feel like his character is so big that he it just adds to his character. It's not really like, oh, this makes So It's, it's not helping him at all at this point. I don't feel it's helping him. Like, yeah, and it's yeah. like, and it's like it would like... be cool to have this shock happen because right now it looks like nobody can beat him. Even though okay. this man has been taking pinfalls for his whole career, all of a sudden, yeah, I was gonna say, like, he comes back. He, you can't, you can't beat the guy. You know I what gonna, I mean? Yeah, I was gonna mention like how they used to treat Braun Strowman, like, oh, they never gave him a championship because he Vince felt like no one was able to beat him. 
like realistically, no one was able to beat him. So I hope like yeah. if they're gonna do that, this might as well have him lose it to somebody like yeah. like Owens. Because right now, he's already beat Jay. He's already, I mean, pretty much his whole storyline. Who, story who is, else is left on the roster? Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what I was gonna say. Like, who's gonna, who else is gonna beat him? Like no one. Yeah, and, and I, I haven't champion for like two years until someone. Yeah, I think <laughs> this is. I think this is a perfect time. Yeah. Because um, you have you don't have to have him get pinned. Yeah. You right, got someone. TLC exactly. match, right? This one too. Yes. Yes, that is yeah. true. That is true. So about that. you don't have him get pinned. Yeah. You have something happen that I don't know. I'm not that creative. Have Jay, something happen yeah. that Jay ruins he just the match. Him, yeah, yeah, he calls him the match, or he just gets distracted off of something, or maybe he has a little feud happening till Mania. Maybe Jimmy yeah. comes back and is like, "Yo, I don't like what the way you treating my brother." And right when he gets to the top, maybe he comes pushes him off. And then that brings in Jimmy versus Roman. And then that brings in, ha-ha, you knew I was going here, the Usos at Mania, baby. You knew I was going here. But it just it just builds up to that. And then you got the Usos at Mania. Jimmy loses. He has to join it. He has to follow the rules just yeah. like Jay. And now they're and a faction. Exactly. And then now after they're... a couple of weeks, Jimmy's like, you know what? This isn't too bad. And then you get the Usos back together. You have them win the belt. You have them dominate the summer. That whole faction as oh, champions. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It just makes sense. Yeah. I pick Owens. Plus, okay. I fucking love Owens. <laughs> I need. I, I want to see the belt yeah. on him again, man. Yeah. So, yeah. That's cool. I, that's a, that, I didn't think about it that way, but now. Yeah, you knew I was going. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah I knew you were going. Yeah, the Usos at Mania it just makes sense, and you can even like that's probably a dream of theirs. Having like for some reason that's always a thing for brothers. Like we're gonna fight at Mania. That's the thing. It's yeah. always you had the Owen and Brett. You had Matt and Jeff at twenty five. Like it yeah. just makes sense to have the brothers go at it, and then you can even it's even better with the stipulation. Loser, if, you, yeah. Yeah. You can and then you can even tie it back to TLC and have a ladder match. The contract oh. for your yeah, like yeah. you know what I mean? Like just have a contract up there for the family, the tribe, whatever the fuck bloodline. you call it. Oh, yeah. yeah, the bloodline. <laughs> and yeah. then that's it. It just makes sense. Yeah. And also I love Owen, so get the belt off of Roman. Give it to Owen. Exactly, Come on. exactly. It just makes sense, man. Yeah. So and that then, match, yeah. that's the that's the whole card though, right? Yeah, that's the whole card. Yeah. I was gonna say and that. Who, that was... who do you, and who you got? I got Roman. I, I got Roman. Everybody like, has have... Roman yeah. except yeah. for me. Yeah. Uh, it's Owens, baby. Always you, man. <laughs> <Owens> baby. <laughs> All right, so, uh, but then, yeah. and the, and then they also teased the rest yeah, the, of the matches that are gonna be made tomorrow. Riddle probably. Lashley, like Riddle Lashley, probably like Biggie versus Sami Zayn, and then like like you said, <sighs> tag team champion Ziggler and Owens and Rude. I'm hoping. Yeah. Yeah. And I need Ziggler and Rude to take them straps off because the street profits do not need them. Exactly. They are already a made tag team, and I think mm-hmm. they've held them for too long. Mm-hmm. And I think this is time for That's not a, title a heel for tag team. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. let's get yeah. a heel tag team in here. Unless, yeah. even though they're a made-up tag team, I like them together. Together, yeah. yeah, yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. There's some teams out there that they put together that's like, this actually makes sense. They're yeah. one of them. Yeah. 
Nia Jax and Shayna? Not nope. one of them. Nope. No, no fucking. <laughs> no fucking. No, 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 no. So yeah, I guess that wraps up the, the episode for today. Uh, thank you, Anthony, for coming on again. Of course, um, thank Anthony. You. Shout out thank to you, you, man. Thank you. I know you got your podcast running up. Where can people find you and listen to your podcast? You can find me on YouTube at the Titan Tron Podcast. Uh, we are around sixty followers, uh, sixty subscribers right now, and Ooh. we're only going up. So thank you. Yep, uh, exactly. Find me on Instagram at the Titantron Podcast. We just made a Twitter at the underscore Titantron. Tried to just get it one word, but it didn't fit. Uh, and uh, someone <laughs> took it already, so you know how it would be. Um, and yeah, we're always on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, you name it, we're there. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Definitely. Go check this podcast out at the Titantron Podcast. Thank you again for coming on. This has been episode 15, TLC prediction episode of the Rings and Nights Podcast. And we'll see you guys next time. Catch ya.